Hi everybody and welcome to a Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1508. It's a wet Saturday morning. I'm heading off to the gym for a workout. I've been working with clients this morning and about to go and serve my myself before heading off to hospital uh, later on this morning to go see my daughter who's still in there. And uh, yeah, the time of recording this, uh, the Queen passed away uh, just yesterday and uh, yeah, I did a post on social media about it and uh, just having some conversations with people uh, about her passing and uh, it's interesting. I, I don't know whether people are just getting angrier uh, over, you know, since COVID and stuff. I certainly noted noticing a reduced level of tolerance um, whether it's because people are just used to working from home and uh, you know dictating more of the the terms in how they work with people or something I, I don't know what it is but um, there's there's certainly a change I think uh, you know you see it in road rage on the, uh, on the road you see it in uh, car parks uh, people are being less patient um, people are just ranting more on social media and and stuff and you know having a few conversations about the queen and people saying oh well falling short of saying I'm glad she's dead um, and I guess being respectful of the fact that oh well you know she was a mother and all this kind of stuff and for the family but uh, you know, talking about all the bad things that they've done, etc., etc., and it's like, oh, golly, okay. Each their own. I mean, let's wonder if we've we've just changed. Uh, I'm seeing a, a lot of intolerance uh, amongst people, and um, yeah. I've, whether it's the the increased pressure of, of things as well. And you know, I know there's a number of people that I'm aware of that are in sort of crisis mode at the moment, financially, relationship-wise, etc. Uh, the pressure has been on for the past few years for various reasons. And um, I said uh, a while ago that I think COVID has magnified things for people. So if you were... Uh, if you had some mental health struggles before COVID, then COVID magnified those and, and made those problems bigger. If you had financial stresses before, COVID made them bigger. If you were happier before, COVID made you happier. If you were successful before, COVID provided you with more opportunities and growth and learning. And that's what I, I found happened for me. And now that we've got uh, continued post-COVID pressures and, uh, you know, the impact on the economy and whatever that means for people, pressures on cost of living, etc. the war and the pressure on energy and energy prices around the globe, all of that stuff, it's just, it's being magnified for people. And so, um, I know it's easy to put the COVID label on, on things, it's, it's this challenge, uh, that exists out there and it will always come it's just it's going to look different and the challenge 
that has been forced upon us two years ago was COVID and now there are just other challenges. And once these challenges go, other challenges will arise. They'll just look different. It's like being a parent. You've got the challenges of when your baby is born, a lack of sleep. And then it's teething and then it's, you know, the constant care of your child and the nappy changes and the constant feeding and all that kind of stuff. And then they start to go to, to school and then it's the, whatever comes out of, of that experience, trying to get them to learn and hoping they're not falling behind and the challenges of all that. And, and then as they get older, it's um, like my, uh, one of my daughters, well, my one that's in hospital, I mean, she was bullied and uh, now the challenges that, that she's facing with her health and, um, you know, my other daughter, the challenges that are faced with, with her, making sure that she doesn't get lost with uh, what's going on for uh, her sister and, um, you know, just getting, going through the hormonal change and then I guess at some point uh, boyfriends come along or girlfriends and, or whatever it is, um, the, the struggles that they may have there, the learning, the evolution, the, uh, you know, the schooling, the challenge with, with that and the, the choice of careers, etc., etc. And then, you know, it just goes on and on. The challenge is always there. But we need to learn to become great problem solvers and great question askers. And I think part of our evolution in success is to continue to build those really powerful relationships. And the more relationships that are effective that you build and how you constantly grow yourself, it puts you in this position where, an example, just this morning, I'm just leaving a, um, a, training, a client this morning and uh, I'm very, because of how I'm connected uh, so well, I'm, I'm very in tune with listening to what people need and how I can add value to people because it's just another way of looking at how I can add value to people outside of what I would normally do. It's like, how do I connect people? Um, <coughs> pardon me. And so she just mentioned a couple of things about um, you know, looking for a house. I said, oh, so what are you looking for? And you know, when she told me, I said, well, I've, I'm connected with four real estate agents and a finance bro- and well, they didn't start with the finance broker, um, uh, but she said, um, yeah, about the houses. And I said, well, I've got four. I said, what are you looking for? I said, look, this is the one that I'd recommend. Do you want me to connect you? She said, yeah. And then you know, she starts to talk about finance. And I said, well, do you have a finance broker? I said, and she said, no. I said, well, I can connect you with one of those as well. This is what they can do for you. Uh, he's really good. And uh, you know, I'm now going to connect them. So, you know, it's just, it's constantly building those relationships so that when people need things and when you need things, I mean, there have been so many examples of me needing to do stuff for my daughter and help her, you know, move beyond her being in hospital so much. That the, through the networks that I have, they have tremendously helped in me being able to provide her with opportunities that would just never otherwise exist. All because I know the importance of building relationships. And that enables me to help me become better. And it also helps provide me with opportunities for whether it's me, my kids, whatever, 
for them to have those opportunities to be better, all that kind of stuff. So um, it all comes from that hunger to improve, to grow, to get better. And then it doesn't matter what the challenge is, you just keep, you just keep uh, addressing it and you become so effortless at solving problems and just being the, the best version of you. That's the way that I approach it and it's really powerful. It helps me stay hungry and keep growing because I know the benefits of, of doing those things. So I'm, uh, clearly I'm in the car park here. My message this morning, I guess, is to stay resilient. Keep growing yourself. Keep building those relationships. I know I talk about these things over and over and you think, oh man, you're talking about this again. Well, I keep mentioning it because it's so fundamental to you moving from where you are to where you want to get to. Absolutely. And if I keep mentioning it, maybe you'll start to listen and you'll start to do it and you'll start to change. And maybe you need to think about if you're in that state of just being angrier, uh, you know, being less tolerant than you were before, then there's something going on for you. Why, why is that the case? It shouldn't be that way. It means you're focusing on some negative energy somewhere and we need to change that. And maybe it's to do with the people that you're hanging out with. So last night I was talking to uh, somebody and uh, I said the only way that you're going to be able to shift from where you are to dramatically change what you want because that's they want a completely different result. I said, let's have um, a look at who are the, you know, they say about the five people you spend most time with. I said, so let's talk about that, those five that you spend most time with. And, you know, we were talking about them and I said, well, there's the problem. How are you ever going to move forward from that? If you hang out with people that are broke, you know, have financial distress, have a lot of problems, and all of your, say, those five people you spend the most time with are like that, then you'll remain in that same situation. Or if you've got money, you'll quickly lose it because you start listening to them and doing what they're doing. So you've got to move on from that. If you want to be wealthy, you can't hang out with broke people. If you want to be uh, a lot healthier, and part of that is making sure that you're hanging out with really healthy people. I, I have um, a number of clients that come to me and they want to lose a lot of weight. Like I'm talking um, 30, 40, 50, 70, 100 kilos. And if you drill down to find out who are they spending time with, all of their family, all of their friends, etc., are in that same category. It's like, well, if you're really serious about doing this, you've got to consider about who you're spending your time with. If you want to dramatically change that, start hanging out with the people that you want to look like. So I hang out in, uh, in rooms where I'm one of the poorest, though I still do very well. But if I'm hanging out with people that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars and billionaires, then what does that mean? They have different conversations. I'm going to learn things from what they're doing. What does the unhealthy person learn from hanging out with healthy people. Well, the more time you spend with them, you think, oh, well, I can see that, oh, well, Rob does this. He's very structured with his, 
his exercise. He's very structured with his his water and his supplements and his food and all that kind of stuff. I want to learn more about what he's doing because I want those results. That's what you need to do to get that change. So if you're living in a where you find you're negative and you've got a lot of this toxic energy, then it comes down to some fundamentals that you do not have right. And sometimes it means making some really tough decisions, which is why I am where I am because I've made some super hard decisions to change career. Like I've spent 19 years of my life in corporate world uh, using my chartered accounting skills. I spent six years building a place to get to be able to work in that chartered accounting field. Six years, so like all up, 25 years. It's like, well, that's a long time to then change my career completely. But all the things that I'd done before that was preparing me for what I'm doing now. I left a marriage of, uh, like, a, we were in a relationship for like 19 years. Again, a long period of time. Kids involved, all that kind of stuff. I never thought I would get divorced. But then I realized that I wasn't going to be able to achieve the things that I wanted to achieve with that person. It was, it was not serving me in the way that I believed I wanted to live. And you don't know that at the time when you, you know, go into a relationship and you know, start doing the things that you do in a relationship. I just didn't know. Didn't think I would ever, ever be there, but made the very tough decision to say, no, I'm, it's time to leave. It's time to leave. And so now I make very, very specific decisions about who is worthy of spending my time with them. Uh, because I, I, I'm so focused on where I'm going and what I'm doing. I don't want to waste time. On that note, keep growing. Stay healthy, stay safe. Go do a workout today. See you tomorrow.